0: Welcome back to another episode of NFT Raw and Unfiltered. My name is Alex, my co-host Tom, and we're just going to be talking all things NFT. Uh, hopefully some people, you know, uh, tuned in for our last episode that we did. But uh, if you're new to our channel or if you've discovered us through Twitter or YouTube, Uh, we are documenting our journey of being NFT creators and the process and everything that's gone into creating that. And we're also talking all things NFT. Tom, say hello.
1: What's up, guys? Episode two. Let's go. Yeah, that's it, man.
0: Let's. Uh, I've actually been like, you know, we recorded our first episode last week, and I was actually really excited just to just dive in and just get into like just doing more episodes. And it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? What's the uh, what's the content? Really, just want to drive home, you know, what 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 it's been like for us on this journey. there's been so much for you and I that's been happening in the last two weeks. It just it's been fucking mental, man. It's yeah, been it's rid- like,
1: where do we start? Where do we start with yeah. it?
0: <laughs> exactly. So, um, like, as you know what? Last episode, I called out cool, man. And, you know. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs>
1: and and
0: yeah, I've, that, that, I've seen that spike from 0.175. We're over, we're over an eighth now. Um, dude, sitting. I am so
1: annoyed I didn't listen. I'm so annoyed <laughs> I didn't listen. <laughs> man,
0: like, every, you know what? Everything is absolutely going parabolic at the moment. Like yeah. that, um, you know, Wolf Game is definitely, that's got 123% rise as of now. Like everything is just going insane. Not even just to mention the blue chips, man. Doodles, like uh, that that was so close to cracking 10. I'm not sure if it did while I was sleeping. It could have. Um, cool Cats cracked 10. eth like, yeah, th- there's been some insane movement. And... I'm not even sure whether it's even to the uh, the crypto news or if it's just such a everyone, we, we're getting so many new people entering in the space. It's just an exciting time to be in NFTs, man. Like 2022 is going to be insane year for NFTs. I reckon we're going to see a lot of what's going to shape the NFT market, the direction of where things are going to be heading. Um, and you were even you dropped some news just recently before we were uh, just chatting beforehand. Yeah, GameStop's getting into NFT
1: marketplace. Yeah, man. GME, let's go, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Let's> go. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane GameStop Like I mean they, I, I guess they got to do something I, I No shit After I actually thought They were going to go bust As a company And this was like a, a year ago I used to watch this guy On YouTube He talked about His whole employment history At GameStop And like It was the most toxic culture To ever work Like company to work for And like The way that they treated Their staff And it just seemed like They were just You know They're on the way out But you know yeah, It seems like Stocks went up 20% from the news, or whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was.
1: Crazy, man. I think it's like. Yeah, it's such a nostalgic brand, I think, for people in the US, right?
0: Oh yeah, big time. Like in in Australia, we we it's called EB Games, and everyone here knows it like as EB Games, but as a part of the you know the GameStop group. But right, it's right. like it's it's the go to place that everyone you know goes to to you know um, get, get their your Xbox games, your PlayStation them, games, Xbox consoles. <laughs> but then they they they've, they've like they've segued into this whole memorabilia, you know. like company they've set up a a separate organization here and and they're just selling toys and all board games and just all that type of collectible stuff and yeah um,
1: all all video games are going digital isn't it so not not much left for them to do in that market
0: like they've got to think of so many different ways now just to you know revamp their brand um you know and i reckon nfts is going to be a massive like a massive player in that market to help a lot of these companies. Like if these companies are savvy and they just jump on, you know, this in this NFT space, start dabbling, seeing what type of you know value that they can actually just be reinstalling back into the market. I mean, like, you know, sky's the limits for any company that wants to get into an NFT project but actually has a, a great idea like I, i'm super interested to see what nike do with artifact whether they're just going to go look guys can you just do this like act on nike's behalf and just do what you do best or is to exactly. really just like you know latch their claws in and just take full control of it and just like really get amongst it and and,
1: and get in it my, and, my thinking and- is they're going to kind of yeah just observe what they're doing what artifacts are doing yeah and then further down the line they're just going to go yeah power on it leverage the skill set that's there
0: absolutely they're just gonna you know they're gonna pick up on it and they're gonna you know just run with it i really hope that they get into like modeling their nike shoes like creating custom nike shoe nfts but allowing anyone that owns that NFT to be a purchaser of that style, like it's, there's a lot of exclusive things that they can do with it, and it saves people from lining up, uh, Dude, you know, 72 hours outside, you know, stores.
1: Gary V said there'll be a point where every big brand has a Discord because it's just yeah. such an effective way to connect with your audience.
0: Absolutely, it's absolutely, so exciting, man. I,
1: like I'll join the Nike Discord and try and get on a whitelist for a yeah, drop. Like- <laughs> you know,
0: I, I was like, but some of these discords are just absolutely popping off. I was looking at um, Ozzy Osbourne's got that project, uh um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. project coming out, and I just I jumped in the discord and like this like I think it was like seventy thousand members already, and I'm like, fucking hell, man! Like this, it's insane. I'm it I'm is-
1: just baffled. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne knows <laughs> what an oh, NFT is. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely yeah, well, his team I, or his children was what you were saying yeah yeah,
0: yeah. it has to be it has to be um someone helping guide that because um he did a he did a little uh promo video with sharon and i was watching it on twitter before and i'm just like
1: that's awesome.
0: uh yeah he was talking about <laughs> nfts i'm like oh, he still doesn't know what he's talking about uh, <laughs> no, just no he's just buzzwords so yeah 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 it's just there's no way just dude. Like,
1: what would you do if you heard Ozzy Osbourne say, let's fucking go. I would fucking yeah, lose my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. If I can huddle to the moon. Huddle to I? the moon. <laughs> I'd go crazy. But, uh-
0: yeah, that's it. Let's uh, let's dive in, man. Like, let's yep. let's have a chat about how we um, how we got started into actually creating our own um, NFT project. Something that I wanted to touch on, and you know, hopefully give some listeners out there and some people that are looking to actually create their own projects. Like, you know, it, it can be intimidating to do something really new. You know, a bit of backstory about Tom and I. You know, we, we met through Discord on the Bunji project, and we literally just hit it off. It was like one of those moments where you just meet someone and you're just like, yeah, instant friend, you know, chatting to them every single day. Like I'm chatting to, you know, you you more than I'm chatting to my, you know, IRL friends. friends. (laughs) Like like, uh, You and I were just having like heaps of conversations. We're on the grind. We're smashing that. We're trying to smash uh, IMX immutable apes at the time, you know, IMX punks. Like it was just, we're in all these different discords and we're, you know, we're throwing out all this, you know, all this different alpha and you know, we're just trying to really, you know, help each other out.
1: Exactly.
0: And we're chatting, we're chatting one night and like we're talking about all the stuff that everyone has to do in the community. Like there is so, like, as much as there is real life community in there, there is just so much. Fake bullshit that you've just got to really, you know, pull the curtains back and just go. All right, look, this is this is getting a bit over the top, and you, you can sort of spot these communities where there's people just grinding their asses off, and they're just ah, oh, you know, we're going to the moon, and it's like the project hasn't even launched yet, and you just. <laughs> And and you just seem to be pumping this one comment, we're going to the moon, hotel guys, we're gummy, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. just the same old, like, oh, I'm feeling the positive vibes. And it's like, mate, what vibes are you feeling here? Like this. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like the spammy content that really seems to go through. And we, we you and I used to have a lot of laughs about this um, oh, yeah. behind the scenes in our in our messages. And it's it's sort of where the trigger for our NFT project sort of came from, like STEM. And I I still remember we were talking about why don't we, you know, start an NFT project based entirely around NFT culture and the community itself, all the funny tropes and, you know, all the good things about, you know, the NFT community. And yeah, we, we we just it started off as this like this little conversation where it was like, well, why don't we just do our own project? And I was like, oh, I don't know, like, do, what do you reckon's involved in that? It just seemed like there was a lot of work to actually go into it. And as that conversation started to progress, I remember it was like three hours later, and we're still having this conversation. We're coming up with all these mad ideas. IMX was really popping, popping off. Up, right? yeah. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know, IMX is a yeah, mutable X. Uh, it's a layer two protocol that just it, essentially it's just gas free. It, it just that's what everyone promotes it as being. It's built upon the Ethereum chain, but it allows you to do transactions without having any gas fees. So, in other words, you've got to load up ethereum onto the imx chain itself and then that just allows you to transact with that ethereum yeah you pay us
1: i don't know why they say completely gas fee for yeah i mean it is is in relation to layer one
0: Uh, exactly and but the thing is like yeah you're you're paying a seven dollar fee versus uh, i was actually looking at listing fees just recently and it was it's going to cost like 200 bucks and uh, that's usd just to list an nft on open really? C and i'm like fuck, man that is absolutely that's mad like they, these gas fees are absolutely astronomical they oh. just they just keep going more and more mental now it's just
1: absolutely I just it's wonder insane. why IMX kind of died off. I think that, I don't know if it's to do with the marketing or, or the performance itself They you more devs. I'm not sure. It's a shame.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. Um, I think Alex Becker really plugged it when, with that, with that Moody Crows thing really, you know, just drove it. And then everyone just started going fucking like mental for it. It was just like, yeah. everyone was talking about IMX. It seemed like all throughout the month of September, October, like midway through October, IMX was that platform that everyone, you know, was talking about. And then all of a sudden, every influencer that was talking about it was like, this is going to be the next biggest thing. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be, no one talks about it anymore. Yeah. Where are all the influencers talking about? I, like, I think like were so
1: many issues, weren't there, with mints and like the user experience on the on the marketplace itself isn't great. Like, yeah, I, I guess it just yeah they didn't move fast enough with updating and making it a pleasant experience.
0: Yeah, there, there was a few. There's a few bad um, mints that happened. I'm not actually sure whether that was due to the developers actually doing, like, they, they said it was IMX and IMX was taking semi-responsibility for it, but it seemed other projects were minting okay and some projects were just, their mints went horrendous, um, not naming names, but it's, yeah, I found that, uh, you know, that, that was interesting. I mean, you and I originally planned to build on Immutable X and we're still massive believers of it. And and, and the main thing that we were massive believers is, you know, we had a whole tokenomics summary. A lot of our project revolved around burning tokens. So when you when you when you're constantly when you've got to look at a project and you're saying okay what's the best platform that this project is actually going to work on, um, and what sort of tokenomics do we want to add to this project that's going to make it engaging for the community. And yeah. also, you know, give that scarcity element where you can start to burn down um, tokens from, you know, the the main circulating supply, yep. um, which is why you know we, we picked IMX for being that platform of choice.
1: Do we talk about what what burning is, maybe for people? Yeah, who don't yeah.
0: Know. So yeah, so for what burning is, and you, you might find this in a lot of projects that are that are up and coming. When you generally have an NFT project, you might start off with a circular supply of 10,000 NFTs. Now, what generally creates scarcity and and obviously popularity towards that NFT is that there are more holders that are less willing to sell that NFT than there are sellers. And so when you've got 10,000 NFTs, you're probably going to find a a good proportion of those 10,000 owners are probably all just going to try and dump the floor and, and just sell it. Um, to try and make any type of bucks. money back, <laughs> yeah, like like it's so fucking weird, man. Like some people just, it's like they mint and then like eighteen hours later they're like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose all my money. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, put it up for half the yeah. amount I just minted it for. And it's like this is what they call paper hands in the um in the NFT community. With the amount of tokens, you, you obviously you've got ten thousand of the circulating supply. And what they want to do is they want to reduce down the amount of tokens that are in circulating supply. So you're going to have different projects offering incentives to burn tokens. And essentially, burning a token is exactly what it sounds like. You are removing that token off the chain completely. It pretty much goes into a burn wallet where it will fizzle off and that NFT will no longer be able to be owned by anyone. The the question is, why would anyone want to purchase an NFT and then just go, I'm going to burn it and just lower supplies and help other people out? So that's why projects have got to come up with clever ways and incentives to help lower that circulating supply. So there's nothing better than having... 10,000 NFTs in circulation, but if you can get that circulating supply down to 5,000, for example, well, those remaining 5,000 not only boost up, you know, the, the average floor price of the actual NFT itself, but it obviously has, it brings you know, more scarcity into that project. And, you know, obviously more people will try and FOMO in. So it's, it essentially is a tactic, Um, but also you need to incentivize the people that are burning
1: off those tokens. Absolutely. And there's also quite like, a large gas fee involved in burning on layer one, which is... Yeah, exactly. Is ...an issue that we wanted to get around with IMX.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, so for, for us, there we were developing a project where we were having a 10,000 circulating supply. But we wanted to incentivize the owners of our NFT to be able to burn off tokens so they can actually and and be rewarded for getting those tokens. So we, we had everything that you would have in an NFT project from commons to uncommons to rares to legendaries to one of ones. So we were building a, a tokenomic NFT project that we, we said, say, for instance, you had minted two random commons and, you know, they weren't the greatest NFTs. You didn't really want them. They, they weren't uh, selling much on the floor. We were going to give the option to that person to be able to smash two NFTs together so you could burn those two NFTs and you'd be able to be airdropped a, another NFT uh, from a separate collection that didn't exist on the chain, so this was you were going to get an exclusive collection that was separate to the main collection. So it was a way of engaging the audience just to see the how they would take to something like that. How many people would burn two NFTs to get a reward of one NFT? So it was uh, we we had some very interesting you know tokenomic summaries and like d- d- just to go through it, it was like a um, a seven page tokenomics summary and we're just giving a very abbreviated version but you know as we soon came to find out trying to get people to read the seven page tokenomics summary isn't exactly the easiest thing would no. you say
1: Tom? No and trying to get people to understand that you know essentially throwing away money is, yeah. it will actually in the long term lead to you know a higher return on investment
0: So uh, yeah essentially our our whole creation started from building this NFT project focused strictly around the community. We wanted to build on the IMX platform and uh, yeah, we wanted to add a unique tokenomic Utility. experience that hadn't been done yet on any other NFT project or not that we had seen. You know, there had been other projects that were incentivizing it, but, you know, we wanted to add a fun little quirky type of little uh, narrative or story piece behind why it is you would want to burn these um, these NFTs. So that, that was essentially the birth, like Discord was the birthplace of our NFT project. And then it just evolved. Like you and I just went into overdrive. Like I remember like working for the project and still even now, like I was putting in 80 hours a week on top of my full-time job just to like, I wasn't sleeping. It was like four or five hours sleep a night. And it was just like work, 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 work. Like the amount of actual work for anyone that is looking to do it, there is a lot of work involved unless you're just going for you know, you're doing some derivative project and you've got no roadmap or, you know, you've got no vision and you just want to release an NFT and there are people out there that are doing that. But, yeah. And we, making we, we, money. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. You know, we, we, we're making all this value. Like we're trying to think of ways to create all this value and as you start to realize and find out, you can have a great idea, but marketing is 95% of these NFT projects, in my opinion. Like, oh, yeah. I actually think it's about really by exposing yourself out into the NFT community, uh, which is why I think anonymous teams now are, are a thing of the past. Like, if you're still creating projects with anonymous teams, you don't believe in your project you, you really shouldn't be creating yeah, an energy it's project, a key it?
1: criteria these days to if you're yeah. looking for an investment, you have to look at the team that's creating what you're putting your hard-earned money into. What is yeah. their experience? What do they bring to the table? And how how is their vision going to come to life? You know, That's the real value in, in, in the long term.
0: And it's accountability. Like at the end of the day, you, you, you've got someone that is going to be accountable for, you know, did they do what they say they were going to do? Yeah, these, 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 like if anyone, and a recommendation for anyone out there, if you are looking to invest in an NFT project and the team is fully anonymous, you know, think twice. Do some real research into, you know, why it is, why do you want to actually invest into that NFT project? Because there are so many NFT projects right now. It's ridiculous. Like it is absolute madness but it's you know it's about why is it that i want to invest in this nft project what's the team like behind it What are their, what's their roadmap? Where is it that they actually want to take this NFT project? Don't just FOMO
1: into projects, you know, actually, you know, if there's a lot of hype around a project, but you don't see any strategic vision behind the team, you know, don't fall for the FOMO. Yeah. What's the value proposition? Yeah. What's the value that they're going to bring long-term? You know, are they strategic thinkers? Is that evident in what they're producing and content? You know, it's it's stuff like that that really separates the good projects from from the trash. Absolutely,
0: man. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. And, like, there's so many good projects out there that are doing some really cool things, and there's some really cool art pieces as well. Like, I will buy projects for just really good digital art. Uh, As long as I can get in generally on a a mint, I don't want... I generally like, and maybe I'll get some floor prices afterwards, but as soon as like some projects are just full derivative or, you know, uh, digital art pieces and they go above that one eighth uh, okay. threshold, unless there is some real tangible value to that actual project itself, I'm, yeah, I just call me risk. out. I,
1: yeah. I, I don't, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, unless it's some like uh, really, really big blue chip, project like you know one that's super established already like i'd buy into doodles or i'd buy into cool cats or the apes even um mutant apes no way i'm affording a board ape but um yeah like I, i'd buy into one of those definitely because the, the value is there and that's already really really well established but yeah, yeah sort mm-hmm. of difficult to want to part with uh, an eth uh, if the project you know, doesn't really have a, a strong foundation or roadmap.
1: Yeah, there. definitely.
0: So, yeah. Um project was originally based around that NFT culture and how, you know, you and I met on a Discord and how we went in to, you know, build that that vision and how we wanted to take it on to the IMX platform. Um, but since then, our project has evolved very much so. Like it's evolved heaps. Yeah. Um, like you, the funny thing is, when you start off doing one of these projects, you've got all these amazing ideas, and as time progresses in this space, more and more amazing ideas are going to keep just coming to you every single day. So hmm. Tom and I had developed these these characters, right? Like we had how many characters did we have? We had at the end of it?
1: forty. I want to say forty or forty-one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had about 41. We, 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 like when I say 41 individual characters, these were all individual characters unique to the people in uh, the NFT community in that space. Yeah. So we've created all these characters and as we started to find, like we started to really connect with these characters that we were developing, like, we're like, Oh my God, how good would these characters be in another sort of an NFT project? And it's sort of, started spiraling, like, out. Like, we had already commissioned the artwork. We were already, you know, seeing this this vision come to life on the IMX platform. But um, as time went on, it just, it became more and more apparent that, the project that we we're working on, our ideas and these characters that we had created had, you know, evolved and we started to iterate with those characters. And, you know, we, we reached out to quite a few people in the community and, um, you know, we were chatting about, you know, the IMX platform. It, it just stopped, you know, um, getting that traction it needed So, you know, when we were at a time and we were trying to market the original project, not many people were really engaging on the IMX platform. And when speaking to a few, you know, influencers in the space, they were, you know, they were hesitant to to move in on the IMX platform because, you know, there would obviously been, you know, not the greatest news coming out from other projects and their mints failing. And yeah, so that sort of just put a bit of a a bad taste in people's mouths so you know it forced us to really look at our project and say well what do we style we-
1: of our project as well right we weren't going for the pfp it was more of a, a collectible theme project as well right yeah. we were trying to build a narrative behind 40 plus characters and to do that with with no traction it's a difficult task, to say the well,
0: least. Well, to, to, yeah, to, to come from people that don't have following life, for me, Twitter has never been a thing. I've never been a Twitter person. No. Um, I me mean, neither, to be
1: honest. I mean, even in doing my, my master's degree with every marketing course, Twitter was never mentioned as a, really as a powerful platform to sell. But in, NF- in the NFT landscape, it's the only platform that really drives engagement and, and brings communities together. Like communities it just together.
0: it it gets people, you know, it attracts people to the Discord. Uh, it gives everyone the NFT news, um, the updates. Everyone's like anything about NFT can be found in in, in that Twitter sphere, right? It's yeah. just. Like, that's that's the place to be. So, you know, coming from, you know, you and I having good ideas about creating NFT projects and not having that Twitter following to back us up, trying to deliver a narrative about this whole project, like, hey, we're creating uh, an NFT project around the NFT community. Here are these characters that are centered around, you know, pieces of it. And we had written up complete lore for every single one of these characters, mind you, like, all of them had their yeah. own bios there was like there there is pages of and hours. pages of yeah, <laughs> yeah of just um of you know details about these people but it's it's when you've got a you know a a, a tiny fraction amount of words that you can say on twitter to try and explain and and, and get these characters out there when you already don't have a following yeah. i mean no one's going to fuck with it it's just yeah. like People are just going to look at it and say, "I don't get it," and they're going to move on very quickly. And that's the thing, you know, that we were finding, which sort of, you know, which sort of dived us into, you know, how do we iterate this project and and make it more compelling? Yeah. Um, which is how we uh, we've ended up into our uh, into our project, which are are based off characters um, from the original project. So we've iterated it um, quite heavily, and we've moved on. Um, to our new project well it's it essentially is a new project but it's, yep. it's an iteration of the original project which is our misfits from the blocks and uh let's go
1: i love our misfits man Oh <laughs> man, it's, misfits. it's
0: such an exciting project <laughs> and you know this so really excited. plays into childhood moments of, of growing up you know i you know watching a lot of anime and you know Reading a lot of comic books, you know, watching, you know, the X Men growing up, and you know, all different, you know, Nickelodeon cartoons and yeah, anything it's a beautiful like
1: fusion of all those elements, isn't it? Yeah, Our the East, East West. yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like a an anime and a superhero kind of yeah it's awesome dude it's it's it's
0: it's got some some really exciting lore behind it and that's you know that's something that we can sort of go into into later episodes but it's you know for for us it's like it's you know i i i've had like so much time especially through all these lockdowns that we've had going through you know i I, i've done a lot of creative story writing and I, i was doing online courses just time to like you know f- fill that void and gap so awesome. it was uh it was really mad to be able to to take one of these stories and then just add to it and 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 make it into something and have them relate to the characters that we've gotten and, and and i think the story works um really well and 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 we've got a you know a short synopsis which will be going up on our website
1: yeah, um, which know, is being completely redone as well, which is yeah. super exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, it's it's absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, the, where this project is going and, and where we want to take it, it's 100% focused on uh, community engagement. Yeah. Uh, it's about coming together as a collective to show the NFT community, can we come together and create one amazing story. And how can we get the NFT community involved in a DAO-like structure to help navigate, have okay. input into the actual story itself? And it's very exciting time, man. Like we we oh, we've dude. got some really, really amazing ideas. Um I hope some, you know, I hope people really just you know, give it some time and actually check it out and uh see what it is that we're actually trying to yeah, create. It, yeah,
1: it, it's such a such an incredible project because the art itself as well i mean our artist is so talented it's ridiculous and then and then we've got so many other layers to it as well and as you said man the the whole thing with this project is is community-led and for the community listening to what our community wants and and giving it to them and delivering on what we're saying we're going to do i'm just so excited for it and i can't wait for people to resonate with our project the way that we do absolutely
0: Yeah, it just pumps me up every day that we're, yeah. we're sitting here working on it and we're just like, oh, we just need to get it out there. We just need to get our story and our message and, you know, it, it, it's just a way. So, you know, this is how this podcast um, started originally. Like we're just like, okay, well, we need to put ourselves at the forefront of it. And yeah. actually, just get out there and just and just start making this. Like, and it's such a hard thing, especially when you're coming out of a like when you've got to take yourself out of a comfort zone and and put yourself into doing something new.
1: Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, like
0: it's you know I'm I'm loving the journey. I'm loving the process. I'm I'm absolutely. you know I'm gonna love you know meeting new people that are that are entering into our community sphere and uh, really watching this this, this project expand. And, you know, I really hope people do listen um, to the podcast and uh, we can really, you know, get that that marketing engagement. Um, And it, it is going to be an exciting journey and i hope everyone sticks with us because our fun times are ahead man
1: yeah we've got, really got so fun. many awesome ideas man and it's not just art that we're making you know it's, it's going to evolve into something that's going to be truly amazing and we we really have the passion that we're not just going to sell out and then slowly well, disappear i mean every this, I wouldn't our to. names are on this our names <laughs> are on this thing man and we're we're dedicated to this community we're going to do weekly yeah. updates weekly roadmaps so that we're accountable um yeah just super excited I hope, I hope yeah. that um, people will, through our podcast, just see that, you know, we're real NFT enthusiasts sure. and we love the space and we love this project and we're in Absolutely. it for the long run.
0: Absolutely. And we'll just be uh, doing way more engagement, doing AMAs with the community. Yes, AMAs. Just getting AMAs. everyone involved. Absolutely. everyone's going to watch this story unpack and, and unfold the theme that it's going for you've got like, like uh like we mentioned before it's the east miss west theme uh like it's going to have inspirations from anime it's going to have inspirations from western style you know comics and cartoons yep. but it's gonna the, the story that evolves is going to be around that you know that cowboy bebop kill the kill vibe it's gonna you know oh, it's, so it's cool. gonna have comedic so cool. elements but it's gonna be action packed. Um, it's going to have a lot of character development. Like, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I really can't wait to watch these these characters evolve and the animation evolve and, and, and
1: some awesome plants. Can't wait.
0: Well, this is um, this is the the, the second episode. We, we won't go too much into it. Like, we will be, you know, future episodes we will we'll touch on our uh, our project but you know we're going to go more into the NFT sphere we're going to talk about everything you know crypto and NFT um, probably mainly NFTs for now, and then um, and anyone that's new into the uh, to get into the actual the NFT space, what's going on, and uh, you know we hope people start subscribing. So if you haven't already, subscribe and uh, <laughs> give us a thumbs up, and uh, let's uh, let's start to get you know the message out there and come uh, join us on our uh, misfit NFT adventure.
1: Yeah, let's go. Sweet. That's
0: it. Let's do it, man. All right, Thanks, guys. Second episode, over and out.